Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Carl, today we are continuing our discussion on finding passion in the workplace. And we've been through a process of sort of defining what's wrong with our culture, how we're stuck or bored or not really thinking about work as zombies living through a workplace uh, <laughs> workplace coma or just totally and completely just so absorbed in it that it, there's little ability to think outside of the realm of our work context. It's true. And we're, we got to get this positive alternative out there that we can be passionate about what we do, that we can both have experience vocational fulfillment and make a professional contribution that fits with who we are and is consistent with the hard work that's necessary to make things happen in this culture. And last week, we actually, as a result of some of your professional coaching and conversations with people, you actually developed a tool to help people think through some vocational issues and finding passion in their work situations. And so we started last week with gathering insights about ourselves. That's right. And everybody's houses are littered with all these insights. You've either got post-it notes everywhere or you have purchased the Passion Finder and have them throughout the workbook. And it's a little overwhelming probably just to have done so much just open brainstorming without any really reflection tools yet of how we're going to make sense of all this. So you just suggested a process of going through some issues and your workbook goes through some issues and walks people through a series of instructions in different categories of brainstorming in these categories. And so the suggestion also takes into account sort of filtering some of them out. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about that filtering. That's right. So now we want to take it to another level and actually say, okay, is there anything helpful here that's going to help me make some decisions about where I work and what I do? Are there insights here? Are there anything that I can take forward and help me make some changes and take some steps? Now, I noticed in your workbook, Carl, that the insights in your process don't point out vocations or categories. Why is this? We want to hold that off a little while longer because we're stuck. We're unhappy. We're not making changes. If we were ready to do that, if we could see clearly what needed to change, then I would recommend just going ahead and making that change yourself. You've got it. So we're really trying to help people who don't quite see what's not working for them and just trying to find themselves unhappy or stuck or bored or stressed out at work. And when you're overwhelmed like that, you can't think clearly. We're going to go to some categories that don't stress us out, that don't overwhelm us, that we don't hate, where we do know ourselves. And we're going to take these thoughts now and bring them over to the workplace. So that's what we're going to do next. We're going to start pulling together all these multitude of thoughts and see if there's anything that will help us make some plans. Now, some of the things you mentioned were, were looking in and trying to find insights, looking at themes, and then um, asking questions. Exactly. Those are the three categories we're going to work with today. First one is, as I go back across these categories, are there any insights? Ahas. Is there anything that just hits you with a reaction of, oh my gosh, this item over in my social life has an implication to how I do work. And I like to probe and ask questions at parties and, and connect well with people and enjoy finding out what's going on. You know, actually, what I learned about myself, I have a, an insight. I'm kind of a 
you know, a pursuer, an inquirer. I don't enjoy talking about myself as much, and maybe that would help me get into a position where I could do something analogous. Now, I know that you uh, counsel and coach people professionally in this area. Can you give us an example of maybe a process that you went through with a person, a client, anonymous, of course, so that this will give know us an what example. You. Yeah. <laughs> That you helped someone in great need and distress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can think of one person who actually was feeling struck in an administrative position and didn't know what alternatives were out there. More of what she was dealing with was needing to get out of where she was. And as we started exploring things that she had done in other areas, she had an insight or what was a pause in this category that she enjoyed empowering people to take care of themselves. She was involved in doing administration in the healthcare field and developing programs for people with chronic problems. And it was really the empowering people to take care of themselves that gave her energy. So that's not a work category. That's not a profession. That's not a job. What do you do with that? We don't need to do anything with it um, just to foreshadow ahead It start opening up some options in Maybe she should be looking at different places. She could either do some teaching or training, getting herself face-to-face with people where she could directly empower them to take care of themselves. But the insight was, was basically unrelated to work. So that would be one, one example right there. What might emerge are themes. In a couple of your brainstorms, you're noticing a lot of things that energize you or you have core convictions about which some of the categories in the workbook to brainstorm through, you're noticing this thing with having a connection with people is very important to you. You need to interact with people. That might be a theme that emerges. That's right. One way something helpful might emerge was that you would have an insight, an aha, and you would make a connection. The same helpful thing could emerge by noticing across the eight categories that something kept popping up as a theme over and over again. Oh, isn't this interesting? In my social context, in my convictions, the same thing keeps coming up. So yes, a theme or a pattern or a repetition of something is another form of insight or getting a clue about yourself that could emerge from the process. And that's where the workbook's very helpful with having this place to bring forward your priority thoughts so that you can see these patterns. And that's partly, I believe I've heard you say that the work categories aren't helpful for us at this point. We're force-fitting. We're, we're looking through all these thoughts, trying to fit them into a certain field or trying to fit them into a certain job description. That's not going to be helpful. But if we just look across them and look for common elements, common element itself might not be job-related, but it might be helpful later in helping us know what kind of team we want to be on or what sort of task we want to fill our day with. Our third method for working through all these clues about ourselves we have across eight categories might seem a surprising one to our listeners, but it's also very insightful is to make note of what questions have been raised by your brainstorming. What puzzles are there? What disconnects? What doesn't fit? What surprised you? What doesn't belong? Explore that line of thinking for a while. How did that get here? A thought that raises more questions than it answers can be a very useful line of thinking. Would you give us an example of something that might be that way? 
for a person or something from your own experience with people that that led to actually something very positive or mind-altering? Well, I can think of one family for whom they were at the stage of family building. What actually emerged that raised questions was, well, let me share the conclusion first, actually. What came out of it was that you had the um, woman who came out of her process as very ambitious. She had a lot of dreams and goals for this family. She knew how much money was involved, and she knew what they wanted, what they were going to go for. She was very aggressive in her career. And then husband was a more low-key personality, easygoing, live life as it came. So we had you know, these two personality types, and so you know, how is he going to provide this, um, not conflict, but tension in the relationship because is she going to push him forward toward all these goals? And so, but stepping back from work, stepping back from traditional roles, stepping back from seeing where they fit, they actually came to realize that she should be the primary breadwinner and invest heavily in his career. And he would be better suited for the kind of stay at home tending, nurturing, go with the flow with what's involved with whatever comes up when you have small children. They're very content and fulfilled in those roles, both complex, neither easy. They would have never gotten there. I know far more couples who are, because of traditional roles associated with gender, you have the ambitious woman pushing and nagging and their husband to make more and do more, not serving them very well. So they were actually able to break out of that thinking. Well, and next week we'll be discussing really what to do with these insights that may emerge. That's right. So we got all these thoughts about ourselves. We've started to have some ahas. We've seen some themes or patterns emerge that are going to, that are interesting and have got us thinking along some new lines. We've had a few disconnects. This this doesn't seem right. You know, how are we going to work with the situation? And that thinking's helped us. So how do you take steps? That's what's next. Mm-hmm. What's going to emerge from this is not next week. We're not magically going to know exactly what career to be in, have a precise vision of where we should end up 20 years from now. We're not helping people with that sort of process. So it'll be fun when we get there and we start talking about taking steps. Well, and I want to remind our listeners that the Passion Finder is available for purchase on our website at boldenterprises.com. And it'll help you follow along with our podcast, a great tool that will help you with uh, getting unstuck at work. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.